Hey, welcome here to a brand new episode. I'm your host, Dr. Faith Elizabeth Nanyonga. If you're listening in today, I'd like to take this minute to thank you for each and every time that you tune in to listen to me as I teach about career development and personal development. Your support is invaluable to me and I don't take it for granted. If it's your first time here, welcome, welcome to the Frame Solution Podcast. And if you'd like to be a fan, there are three ways you can support this show and spread the love. Every single share, subscribe count matters. So do not think your efforts go unnoticed. The first way you could support this show is by leaving a review in Apple Podcasts. Reviews not only make the world a better place for me, as the podcast gets to many ears, but also rank our podcast higher in the podcast chats. You can subscribe to this podcast so that you do not miss out any episode as they are released. And also, you could choose to be a guest on the podcast by sending in an email. The email address is theframesolutions at gmail.com. Thank you once again. Hey, welcome here to a brand new episode. In today's episode, we're going to talk about some of the mistakes that you might be making that are costing you that job that you're after and you're applying and applying for jobs without getting a positive response. If this is you, get yourself comfortable, grab your headphones, a cup of tea, and let's dive into it. I must admit, I've been a job seeker and also an interviewer. And these are some of the mistakes that I myself have made as I applied for jobs previously and the mistakes that I've seen that many people make while applying for jobs. The first mistake is not addressing the critical point in the job description while writing your personal statement. Say a job advert is looking for a certified CPA accountant to handle their financial systems and also their books of accounts. If you have these skills, you need to state that I am a qualified CPA accountant with special expertise in financial management and accounts management. Seeking an accountant position to utilize my skills and contribute to the company's goals. So by doing this, you've stated the critical point that they're looking for in the job selection criteria and you position yourself like, I'm the right person, I have the skills and I have what it takes to do the job. That way, your application will leave the pile of the many and it will be put in the pile of those that are being shortlisted for the interviews. So work on your personal statement. Mistake number two is you're writing your resume just for writing your resume. Like you just highlight what you did and leave it at that. People are getting jobs that you deserve to get because you are so lazy to highlight what you did and also come up with proactive statements that depict what kind of person you are and what kind of employee you are and why they should hire you. So by this I mean include proactive statements that highlight your accomplishments. Show zeal. Be proud of your accomplishment. Put in numbers. Put in budgets. Put in number of employees that you supervise or lead. Provide examples and quantify your accomplishments. By quantifying your accomplishments, you're showing the hiring manager, I have what it takes to do this job. I am this kind of person. I am a go-getter. An example of working experience that you might write might be, when I started in my department, we were averaging at $1 million. And by the end of the third month after my recruitment, we were averaging at $6.5 million. You see, in there I've stated that as I started, the business sales were little. But as I took up the job, we increased by $5.5 million. Think about it. Who wouldn't want to hire such a person? So a job might not be sales, but might be leading projects. So you might write, 
I led a project under the financial department to improve processes, and through this project, you were able to deliver the intended outputs in three months. You see? What I've done is I've stated that I was the one leading the project. And at the end of leading the project, we delivered the intended output in less than four months. A hiring manager will be like, wait a minute, I would want to know more from this person. Let me schedule an interview with them. So don't forget to show proactiveness in your statements and each and every accomplishment that you have. Don't just list them, but give an example. Show how they tie into this current job that you're applying for. And believe me or not, your name will be on the shortlist if you do this. Mistake number three is just writing your resume for just writing your resume. By this I mean not including statements explaining why you were hired for that job that you've been doing or that experience that you have. I would suggest that you write a statement under each position that you've held while you are recruited. This might be recruited to oversee companies' financial reports and manage accounts, like the first example that I talked about why they needed a CPA certified accountant. Or you might have been recruited to establish a social media strategy for a company such as Google. Or you might have been recruited to head a project or handle human resource management systems in a company. State why you are recruited. And when you're stating this, it should tie into the job description. Who they're looking for, what kind of qualifications they're looking for from this person. This way, you're positioning yourself as that person they're looking for and you're showing them. I have what it takes to do this job. This is the reason why I was recruited and this is the reason why I want to join your company and please just invite me for an interview. The next mistakes are generic mistakes and I'm going to just go very quick into them because I don't need to explain them. Mistake number four, not tailoring your resume to each job that you're applying for. I've already talked about this so make sure that each job that you're applying for, you're answering what the hiring manager is looking for. The next mistake is Having grammatic error and typos in your resume. First impressions last forever. Your resume is your first impression. So sit down and edit your resume before you send it out. You could use online platforms like Grammarly to help you check mistakes. Or you could have someone else look at it to figure out if you have any sentences that don't read right and rectify them. The next mistake is squeezing so much information in your resume. Your resume should be well spaced out and also the font should be legible. You should aim at font size 12 and write spacing so that a person who is reviewing your resume does not have to struggle with their eyes to figure out exactly what you're saying and your resume should be well tailored so that it's attractive to the person reading it because it's a marketing document for you to get the job. Refrain from highlighting your duties and highlight your accomplishments. By this I mean that you might have worked on a project whereby you made spreadsheets, sent out emails, blah 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 blah. That's your activities. When you're writing accomplishments, have this question at the back of your mind. The activities I did, what did they lead to? And those are your accomplishments. You might have sent out emails, but what do the emails result in? Proper communication with the different stakeholders in your organization or in your project. So have that question at the back of your mind when you're writing down your accomplishments. Do not list your daily tasks, but list your accomplishments. The next thing that you should do is that you make sure that you ask for consent from your referees before you include them on your resume. It is very bad of you to put people's names, their credentials, their phone numbers, their email addresses on your resume before you've asked them if they've consented to be your referees. This will make you seem a very ethical person because someone's phone number, someone's email address is personal data. So do not just dish it out to the different organizations you're applying for. Ask for their consent before you put their details on your resume. 
also cross-check your personal information on your resume. This personal information includes your email address, your phone number, and your physical address. The hiring manager should be able to contact you, so don't have wrong phone numbers, wrong email addresses on your resume. If you do, you miss out a chance to be called for an interview. Also, ask someone else to proofread your resume on your behalf. This will help you figure out whether your resume is on point and another eye doesn't hurt when it comes to applying for jobs. They might see the job description in a different perspective than you do. So you could have your mentor or a colleague or your immediate boss cross-check out your resume to make sure that it's written in the right way. Make sure you tailor your resume to fit each and every job that you're applying for. I'll suggest that you look at your resume and use this as a guiding light for you to edit your resume to fit the job that you're looking for. And if you do it like this, you'll be on the next step of being shortlisted and getting that job that you need. I hope you've learned something from this episode. And if you have, please rate and review wherever you listen to your podcast. Subscribe to this podcast. Share it with your family, friends, and those that you think are interested in career development. Also, follow me on the socials, which is Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Pinterest. The username is The Frame Solutions. I can't wait to speak to you in the next episode. Stay blessed. Bye-bye.